What's going on, everybody? It's Wednesday, June 12th, and game night is now. And when I hear Dan, joined, as always, by Flippin' Sweet himself, Jeff. Yo. The Pokemaster Max. Hello. And not paying attention, Steve. I'm busy. We, uh, it's E3 week, so let's just jump the hell right into it. What have you guys been playing this week, Jeff? Dark Souls. I went Whoa. to a, uh, went to a concert with my girlfriend, a girl I used to go to high school with, and her husband, uh... And while we we're waiting for the band to start, he was like, I just finished the Dark Souls trilogy. And I was like, you know, I own them all and I've never played them. And he was like, what? You got to play them. So now I get on a Discord share screen with him and he just sits there and kind of like commentates. And he's like, you could go that way. You're not going to like it. And uh, yeah, I've just been playing a lot of that. I dipped into Rage 2 and I'm still playing through Tales of Vesperia. Cool, cool. Max, anything new this week? Uh, you know, besides the usual Pokemon Mario or Pokemon PUBG, been playing Mario Kart more often on stream, which is fun. And uh, pinball. You know, every time I watch Jeff, pinball today, lately. Every time I watch Jeff stream, I'm playing pinball usually yeah. along with him. So. You guys are you guys are softening me to the point where I might actually buy a table set. You don't have Do to it. buy a table set. You just need to play Fishtails over and over again. Yeah, I, I mean, I've, I've played a lot of Fishtails on the PC version. So Sorcerer's Lair. Does your monitor rotate by chance? Uh, it is a sixteen. Or it's a twenty-one by nine. So my stand is not. Uh, not you need a new stand because it. I I know of a stand that you can purchase, uh, for the low, lower than a thousand dollars. Oh, nine hundred and ninety-nine would yes. be the most I would be willing to spend on a yes. stand. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. Mario Kart. Are you coming over this weekend to play on the big screen? Your uh, wife responded, but I did not know if you were or not. Too. She responded before we talked about it, so I feel like I'm committed now. Okay. <laughs> You've so, been told you're going. Uh, yeah, I think so. Steve, you been playing any video games? Are you done watching the Terraria DLC reveal? I am. Um, <laughs> I have not. I played. Move it on. Yeah. <laughs> Just some magic. That. Yeah, we played um, the Modern Horizons pre-release. So how, that was... how did that go? I watched a box opening today, and it looked like an interesting set. It is. Um, I could not stop myself from rare drafting because it's an expensive set. So, uh, so you, didn't, you didn't win anything, but you have some sweet cards. No, my my deck fucking sucked. But uh, I sponsor Jeff, and he's like a savant, and I've now paid for him to play with me or to play other stuff like four or five times, and it is always worth it. Um, Nominate your champion. Well, extra <laughs> worth it this time because what I paid sixty bucks for the two of us to play because it was double the price of normal, and uh, he won two and zero, oh, then two and one. I completely just sucked the first round. Uh, the guy got screwed the second round, and then they paired us together because people dropped. So I was like, "Well, you just won then because you, <laughs> you just went three and zero." Oh. So. Uh, outside of the cards that I picked up, I probably got like 80 to 100 bucks worth of value out of the $60 buy-in. So, Did you sell them, though? No, I don't sell my Magic cards. But Since I'm not yeah. sure that we're going to ever get back to a Magic topic here today, uh, what, what do people think of the art cards? They kind of just feel like filler. Uh, it's still a little too early to tell about anything from the set because... I don't think the real release is until like tomorrow or Saturday or mm -hmm. something like that. Cause uh, I accidentally tried to pick up my box outside of the time window and the guy almost didn't give it to me, even though I paid for it. Mm. <laughs> so I think he only did cause I had my daughter with me and I did prepay for it. But, um, so if you take your daughter places, they'll let you break the rules. Yes. Keep that in mind. Yes. Um, but I think the it's very just volatile right now because this isn't a standard set, so people have to figure out what cards fit into where. And I was kind of just watching the prices of the cards, and there was this like ten dollar rare that everybody was like wishy washy on, and then they stuck it in a deck that won like seventy percent of the time, and it jumped up to like a fifty sixty dollar card in one day. And then drop back down to twenty dollars the next day. <laughs> so it's just really, really volatile until people get the cards, start playing with them, 
figure out what's going to be worthwhile and what's going to be garbage in modern because that's the set it's for and to a lesser extent commander too that's going to take longer can you so, absolutely do a deep dive on this next week because i'm fascinated with the idea of your draft i think you called it yeah but i have I, no idea what the procedures are or the etiquette i mean we i can, can draft we can is definitely spend some more time on magic drive over here next weekend jeff we can, we can yeah what are you, you doing what are you doing on saturday we're playing mario kart on my big blow-up screen in the backyard you can just come over early and we can play magic yeah. next so, saturday is not good <laughs> <laughs> draft is a limited format which means you're going to open up packs and do something with them to play you're not just going to like go to your stockpile of magic cards which is where a lot of people like to play magic because it's it's not about pay to win right you get three packs you're going to pass them around the table and everybody's going to pick cards and try to come up with something that's going to beat each other. So I prefer sealed, but yeah. Next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of shit to cover today. All right. All right Dan, so what's yeah. Up? So uh, I'll, I'll cover what I've been playing as we get into the, uh, the topics, but uh, right before E3 started, Stadia had their press conference, and uh, we found out a lot about it, and they thought that they could sneak in one day after our, our uh, podcast and not get <laughs> criticized, but they were wrong. I remembered right before we went live. Stadia is launching in November for $9.99 a month what, for 4K what a graphics. And how many games do you get with that? Uh, I think you, you get the Division. Or no, not Division, Destiny. Destiny, Destiny okay. So yeah. two-year-old game. Okay, go on. $10 yeah, a month. That's all we got. But that gives you the right to play it in 4K. Oh, oh, the right to play it yes. in 4K. Yes. So, like, if I were to just buy a copy on like the Steam Summer Sale for like 9.99, it's already paying for itself, right? I suppose <laughs> so. That works. No, but you can't play it on your phone and That's eat up your true. data cap. the The <laughs> news to, the news today <laughs> was that um, I think they said that you would burn through a terabyte in 80 hours or something like that. Dan, I need to let you know that you are so laggy that it looks like a bad Japanese film has dubbed you over as you oh, start talking Christ. and it starts to catch up. The voice is fine, though. Oh, yeah, the voice is great, but... Which is all that matters. Now? Yeah. Podcast. That's <laughs> and, but I think more importantly, next year it's going to be free, uh, you know, just for the price of the games. And that's, I think we agree, that's probably where they're going to make their money. Anybody uh, watch the Stadia conference and did this do anything to pique their interest in it? Uh, no. I would, would have thought that you would have been right on the pre-orders for that controller. I, I had thought about it, and then I remembered that most of the games that will come to the free version, I will already probably have. So I'm basically so, paying 10 bucks a month for the privilege to buy my other games at full price. To not have them on a service like Steam or the Epic Store. Isn't it's that true. How console gaming works now. That is. I mean, you're, you're not you're not treating it like it's supposed to be. It is a con. It's essentially a console that you pay ten dollars a month to own, or free next year. I don't. I don't feel. Again, there's few details about it, but I don't feel as though it's worth dropping hundred fifty on. No, no. I mean, the control, the Chromecast Ultra, I think, is seventy bucks on its own. I mean, I'll, I'll use the, the Chromecast con- Ultra, but yeah, it's... And the, the, the controller, it looks okay, uh, but I mean, I have a thousand other controllers, so I'd, and it'd be taking a pretty big investment, and I don't care enough about my username to jump in early. That was the big selling point, is that you'd be able to go in early and get your username. But you mentioned one terabyte for 80 hours. That's basically my entire monthly cap in yep. 80 hours of gameplay. Yeah, I, I, that actually might be high. For some reason, I think it might have been like eight hours for the 4K gaming. 80 didn't seem that bad. But um, the the one jumping ahead a little bit, during the Ubisoft press conference, they announced their Ubi like subscription thing. And the and Stadia is one of the, the platforms that's available on. Does that change anything? You know, if you're a subscriber to this Ubisoft service, you're playing the games on the PC. Now it's just kind of an added bonus instead of you know your sole place to play uh correction one terabyte connection is about 65 hours of stadia a month okay 65 so um, if you play two hours a day for a month i guess it's okay anything more than that 
but you can't do anything else on your network. Yeah, right. <laughs> you better not be watching Netflix. Um, no, the the like the I the first thing that came up when I searched that stat was that um, Google Stadia will show how stupid one terabyte internet caps are, and I was like, we already know how fucking stupid one terabyte internet caps are. I don't need to drop 150 bucks plus a monthly fee to know that. Yeah, yeah this, it, it shit's dead in the water. It's not. Gonna, yeah. It's not going to do anything. I mean, I'm hoping that enough people demand and that these data caps end up either going up or being removed because of this. It would almost have to be removed entirely for not an extra like. I think Comcast charges fifty or sixty bucks more on top of the internet to have an unlimited plan. Is that unthrottled unlimited too, or do they start oh, throttling okay. you? No, they'll, they'll, they'll throttle you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but let me ask you something. When's the last time you paid full price for a Ubisoft game? Uh, never. Exactly. Because I would, I time. would. But the thing is, I would pay for their subscription model. Like, I feel like their games are primed for. I mean, they release you know, enough in a, a year small... that would, it would make it kind of like the EA access, where mm-hmm. you buy Madden, you buy NHL, you've hit your your financial obligation for the year, and you don't have to have the case of the game sitting on a shelf forever doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm more interested in the Ubisoft subscription model than I am Stadia. Mm-hmm. And at that point, you're up to 25 bucks a month. Yeah. Well, that's only if you're paying for the 4K. Next year, this is all free, so you're not paying any extra to use Google's service. The, the, the whole 999 for the 4K thing, I, I don't think that many people are going to be on that. Um, the free no cost i think that's going to revolutionize the way we treat game demos and things of that nature where you know you watch a youtube video and you just start playing the game even if it's not its highest fidelity i can see this being something special um becoming the like youtube youtube is to a movie that stadia is to a video game you wouldn't want to watch the avengers in a youtube box but you could I don't know. That's my. And I don't want to play 4K games on my phone. <laughs> you got two guys up top, I guess, on the right hand side. Have anything to add to the situation, Max? You play a lot of like casually, more slow. You know, yeah, I'm on the but top. the Pokemon. I'm on the top. Yeah, you're on the top, and then he's over there. I never look at Twitch. I always look at Discord. He's ignoring you, chat. Yeah, whatever. Let him know how pissed off you are in chat. <laughs> Anywho, what were you saying? Uh, yeah. ah, you already ignored my question. Like, you you completely zoned out there. No, uh, like, I mean, you didn't I, ask a question. You, I look at it this it, way. Like, I just I just said, is this is any of this no, no. ringing any bells for you? It's no. nothing. Nothing I didn't you'd read be ever it. interested. Didn't read Stadia. Didn't watch it. Don't care. So like Assassin's Creed uh, Odyssey is a sixty gig download. But if I were to stream that, I would hit that before I'm out of the fucking tutorial. Like <laughs> that's ridiculous. It's yeah, it's the... it's dead in the water. It's done. Nah, I this would, is... I don't. It's this is dead in the water. online. No, no, no. This is a, it's fucking gone. It's done. No. Yeah, this is one of those things where I'm gonna take a passing interest to to either watch it pull itself up or burn into the ground, but I'm not interested in purchasing it until it's become well established. Oh, it's definitely. I mean, that, that's the thing. I'm not interested in purchasing any of this. And I, I think I said this last week. I want this to become the voodoo of video games where you just get a little code in your box that you get a copy of the Stadia version with your disc. And then so I, and then the cross-progression would allow me to play on the go. Like I, I wouldn't want to do a big boss battle or something like that on Stadia, but if I'm just grinding for levels, that's something I could totally do you know, on a phone on, on the go. But uh, until they get to that point, I'm really not interested in it at all. Now, now count me on officially, it's it's fucking done. There's no way internet service providers are going to get on board with them without getting a cut. If they get a cut, you're going to raise the price. If you raise the price, you lose your base. They're done. They'll probably just introduce more tiers. Like, do you want to do you want the gamer pack from Comcast? That's only an extra fifteen dollars a month. Or T-Mobile, but... and it doesn't count towards your data. Like, yeah. No, it, that's 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 what's probably going to happen is Comcast is going to release their own competing game streaming service that doesn't count against your data caps, mm-hmm. and uh, net neutrality is dead, and everyone should be ashamed of themselves. This is literally the stepping stone towards that, but I don't think even with the cloud of Google, I don't think this is going to last. 
All right, well, you got a lot more shit to cover, so... A lot less dumber shit, too. Moving on. EA kicked off uh, the major press conferences, if you want to call what they did that. Um, They pretty much just showed the new Star Wars game. Did you get a chance to have a gander at that? Uh, The dude from Shameless and Gotham. I'm a fan, so I'm going to play it just Mm -hmm. for him. Uh, But it looks kind of boring, if I'm being perfectly honest. It looks like a lot of go to point A, point B, use the force, choke a stormtrooper, point A to point B. I like that kind of game. I'm like desperately missing. Every game does not need to be open open world. Oh, I agree. I I think it's fantastic that they're doing a single player only Star Wars game that doesn't, as of yet, have microtransactions. Yeah, well, they, EA has to stay so far away from microtransactions with this game that they they can't they can't well, you know even skin gonna, in this. They're gonna sell sell skins for his little robot friend. You think that's so? where yeah, that oh yeah that thing was designed to sell toys and stupid little plushies and shit like that uh max steve you guys play any star wars games this this new one enough to get you uh get you amped for a star wars game i didn't know there was a star wars game anyway <laughs> ea uh didn't really talk about pretty much anything else they dropped their regulars maddens and fifas of the world and uh that was about it the you know what, act- what actually kept them from being the worst press conference is that they didn't do a dance montage for Just Dance on the Wii. What? Yeah. That was the best that, part. But don't, don't, well, don't, don't bury the lead. We got we to gotta get the Ubisoft before we get to talk about that. that. EA would have to be super impressive with whatever their game is because whatever it is is probably going to Origin, and you already know my feelings about going to uh, other services. I'm not going to bulk up my computer for some shit. I can tell you this right now. You can pre-order... Star Wars on CD keys for $43 right now. That does also, not bode well. You could also <laughs> just you could also just get it yeah. with their streaming with their uh subscription pass for 9 bucks cuz you know you're not going to play it for more than, you know, 5 hours. But you know, if I don't if I give CD keys the $43, I'm not directly giving EA money and I feel better about it. There are only two reasons I can think of to ever pre-order a game and that's if there's something you really, really want that's like a bonus for pre-releasing, but you, I mean, like a, a physical time loop where three-year-old games are coming out as new. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like if you, I don't know, like special editions, shit like that. If you really want yeah. something from there, or if your income is a little shaky and you just want to make sure because you have the money that you've bought it now, so you don't have you gotta, to worry you about you it. You gotta put that out. shit on layaway. Pretty much, basically. But other than that, there's no reason to ever do it because you're just gambling on that game not being overhyped piece of shit. And that's so much of that has happened lately I, that there's there's no reason to buy into stuff. I don't. I mean, I, digital. What's the point? I mean, you can if you. I guess if you want to preload it and then play it like right at midnight, that's a good reason to buy it. But we don't live in a day where you have to go to the store and buy the disc anymore. You know, that was the reason why you pre-ordered a disc to make sure that you had your cop your copy day one. Excuse me. And I mean more and more that's becoming less of a point anyway, because I mean any most games nowadays have some sort of shitty online only component to them, even if they do have a single player portion. And I've been burned enough times by trying to play like a day one release of that sort of stuff where servers are crashing, they mm. never got it right, you're stuck in a queue. You burn the whole day that you tried to take off of work just trying to get into the fucking game, and it's just like, no, 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 not again. And people who are new to gaming or haven't experienced that yet keep falling for it, and they, and I, I just sit there and laugh, and I'm like, yeah, happened with Diablo 3, uh, however many fucking years ago that was, and now the new generation gets three. to go through that. Yeah. <laughs> well... Xbox was really who kicked off E3 that with the first big show, right? Or did Bethesda go before Xbox? No, I can't Bethesda remember. Was after. All right, Xbox, Microsoft. They had a two-hour show where they showed a lot of games. Um, you guys got any standout moments? Don't really uh, yeah, need they... to talk about much other than Cyberpunk 2077, right? Cyberpunk that game, 2077. That game looks really, really good. I will before you go off on that. Uh, they announced Wasteland 3. I'm super excited for that. Um, Tim Schafer being relevant in the public eye, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, you a psychonauts boy? I'm a psychonaut. I'm a I'm a Monkey Island Sam and Max guy. Uh, and Tales of Rise got announced. I love the Tales of series, uh, and it looks really good. 
Yeah, I, I, I thought their showing was pretty good. Uh, some of the, you know, the different people I was following online didn't weren't really impressed with the show, but I, I thought it was good. I really liked Xbox's message. They are really just kind of putting the games everywhere and letting the people come and find them instead of trying to win hardware hardware sales with uh, exclusivity. They had me for like a hot minute on Project Scarlet where I was like, oh, that looks pretty cool. And then I'm like, wait, I can play all these on the computer. Yeah. I you don't know, I mean, there's no reason this. to. <laughs> but that's that's cool. And they're still making their money. They don't care. Yeah. That, that's the best part I, about I it. I do want to throw out that the trailer for 12 minutes has me intrigued. That looked like a lot of fucking fun. Yeah, that was that top-down game where he keeps Groundhog Daying himself. Mm -hmm. One of multiple Groundhog Day situation games that were announced yes uh, this week. But uh, yeah, that game looks pretty cool. But definitely Cyberpunk was they stole oh, the show. Gorgeous, oh, yeah. Keanu all day every yeah. day. Yeah, that's one of the, one of the only things I saw about all of E3 was Keanu coming. I was like, ooh, what is he doing? And I saw Cyberpunk behind him, and I was like, oh yes. <laughs> and, then, and then it all just. It was so good from there, including like the whole crowd just going nuts over him, and and the guy's like, "You're breathtaking." He's like, "No, you're breathtaking." I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> yes, so that, nice." That and game would look like the most fun until we got to day three. Yeah, well, I got, I got <laughs> that game. Of... That game ruined the rest of everybody else's graphics. Oh like, yeah, everybody yeah. else rolled Everyone a game out, like and it looked awful. Garbage now. I mean, it's 2019. I feel like graphics should be more realistic, shouldn't they? By now. I mean, if that's Do what you're going for, for the next tier of consoles, I guess. I don't. I don't know that we're gonna make. Uh, there's always just something off about about video game graphics that uh, I don't think we're gonna accomplish in the next console generation. But soon, maybe with cloud-based computing, we'll get there. I, I don't think you can get too too close to the real thing without you hitting that weird uncanny valley of either people are just gonna be really creepy to you. Or there's going to be something really wrong about action movie or action games because you're going to be sh shooting and killing people that would react like a real human, and there's going to be sort of an abject, like human response to that that it's going to turn into a thing where it's only for pre serial killers, or it's just people are going to be like, no, 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 I'll play the uh, sixteen bit shooter instead. The uh, the last thing we got for Cyberpunk, we actually got a release date. Um, I was way off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it you're gonna see the theme of this uh, this podcast and the E3 in general is going to be spring 2020 because that's when everybody is just dumping everything. Yeah, I'm gonna be real fucking busy spring of 2020. <laughs> I'll still be playing Pokemon, so the sword and shield. Me, the sword and shield. We mentioned it. So, <laughs> Steve, one last uh, Cyberpunk question: Are you gonna buy that on Steam or GOG? The fuck? Why would I buy it on GOG? Because it's DRM free. And it's there, <laughs> and they get 100% of the money. I don't fucking give a shit. All <laughs> I'm right. going to play on Steam. Bethesda. Ugh, I didn't watch Bethesda. any of it. What the fuck, Bethesda? I cannot contribute to this. Uh, they, aren't it, they it, going to add some new shit to Fallout 76 that nobody cares about? They, yeah. yeah, so weird. weirdly enough, uh, them saying that they were going to make Fallout 76 a Fallout game, I quickly looked at how much it was going for and it was going for $17 and I was like you know what $17 I'll pick it up so it's shrink wrapped on my shelf back there for when this update goes live so I can bring all the news to you there you know go. what if it falls any further I may wind up just joining you on that because I feel like this could be one of those games where to try to save face they just oh, they, keep they absolutely need to save face this yeah. will be no man's sky in two years yeah, I think they might like just keep doing shit to it until they turn it around, in which case might be at least worth a play. Mm -hmm. Like it might never be good, but it might still be like to a point where it's like, hey, play through the single player, ignore everybody else and have some fun. I know with what they announced, I can get $17 of fun out of that game. You could probably already get $17 of fun out of it right now. If you're not going in with super high hopes, I've, the people that are still playing it are having good, good times. Uh, do you do you excited at all for the battle royale that they announced? Because you know no. how tight their gunplay is. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, that's gonna be absolutely terrible. But that's not what I'm coming to Fallout for. Yeah. No, uh, so Fallout seventy six has a core piece wrong with it, and that's that it's not moddable because it's online. Mm -hmm. the The whole reason to play Bethesda games is to mod the shit out of them. So you're not playing Skyrim; you're playing Master Chief lightsaber battle with 
297 Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, that's how you play those games. Uh, Other than that, they they talked about Blades. Who's excited for Blades coming to the Nintendo Switch? That's what I thought. (laughs) I downloaded that, played it for like 15 minutes, and I was like, eh, no. Yeah, but now it's on the Switch. So it's like like a new game. I think we lost Dan. I think we did too. He's been staring at his... Crotch for a while. <laughs> Falling in love with his microphone there. Jeff, you have to continue the uh, conversation. Uh, so anyway, uh, Bethesda didn't do shit. Like, they were just a hot mess. But for some reason, the crowd was really enthusiastic about everything. It was just kind of weird and unnerving. And like they were paid? Almost like they were paid, but like, I don't know. You gotta dial it back a little bit, even if you're getting paid, because then it's super fucking obvious. So... This is going to be one of those things where it's like, Bethesda to me, I never really played any of their games until Fallout like 3, right? Because that's when the Fallout series became sort of the new generation of what it is instead of the uh, top-down. And I never had that sort of like, that's my go-to like game company. And then after those started coming out, I was more and more into it, like Fallout new vegas fallout 4 like i was really really into those but not so much that i was like a super diehard fan so i didn't get burned when like 76 came out because i was still i've been around the block long enough to know not to just buy into that stuff and i'm glad i didn't i I paid a dollar for beta access to 76 and about an hour and a half into it i was like i can wait yeah (laughs) and I'm, i'm a guy who compulsively buys games uh, and for me to be like, I'm good. It's uh, it's pretty weird. The best part of that whole game was watching the news of it just kind of keep coming out, where people were getting really mad because bobby pins weighed too much. Or uh, my favorite one by far was that there's this this guy who did nothing but grind all the time, and he had saved up so much ammo that when they were scanning for they, cheaters, they they, they banned. Yeah. Him. <laughs> uh, this is. This is not very professional, Game Night Dan. Yeah. Um, I do apologize to the viewers for this utter lack of disrespect, or total lack- showing of disrespect here. <laughs> um, I didn't watch any of E3, so I have to riff off of whatever I can get my hands on, or I'm just going to sit in the corner. <laughs> that's fine. Uh, they also showed gameplay of the new Doom, which looks mm-hmm. like the old Doom. Did you play the old Doom? I did. I really liked it. Never mm-hmm. finished it, because uh, as you can see, a problem um but i will have it beat by the time the next one comes out it looks like a lot of fun are we talking uh, like doom one doom two doom three or yeah, no, doom like 2016 game? doom yeah. smooth guts giblets um was that nearly like a rhythm game with how you were trying to take people out it looked, it looked pretty smooth except for the the gameplay footage they showed the guy played with a controller which is not the ideal situation uh, to play a first-person shooter? No, I mean, like, the the new iteration of Doom, like the one that came out uh, however long ago. I don't remember too much about it, but I remember them where it's like, if you chain together kills, you get more ammo back. Or there's an incentive to, like, keep murdering as fast as possible. Or maybe I just misinterpreted that sort of release information. It, it, it's a little fuzzy at this point, <laughs> to be yeah. perfectly honest. I, uh, I've I've I, blown enough things up in the face over my lifetime that it all just kind of turns into one big splatter fest. Was it? Did I'm it have gonna, any RPG? I'm elements? gonna stop the call and recall you real quick. See all if right. we can get Dan back in. Leave call, voice call. Let's try this again. Maybe Dan will actually show up this time. Maybe. Okay. Continue. Sorry. Continue. Uh, it it amazes me that for how technical he is, he has the worst internet. His internet's pretty bad in his house. Yeah. Well, well, that's pl- because... He plugged directly into a potato, so... Yeah. Well, instead of just plugging into his router like every other human, he has to put the router in six rooms over behind a concrete wall and a VPN through Russia before it ever gets to us. So, it's like, come on now. <laughs> well, he's, he's broadcasting live from his follow-up bunker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where they'll never find him, the government. Because Dan, he's if got... you're listening, just call us on your phone. <laughs> Because he's like double VPN. <laughs> <laughs> he's 
You can't tunnel through the tunnel, suckers. So, so that's how all of my viewers from the Ukraine came in yesterday. It's from Dan. Um, yeah. They also announced uh, the Wolfenstein spinoff with the daughters. Uh, Wolfenstein has been just a fun game for me. I've plowed through those. So I'm going to pick that up, definitely. Uh, but you play as the Blaskowitz daughters going to save Papa BJ. I really enjoyed Wolfenstein that I played like th- 10 years ago. New Order, uh, New Colossus. Was it Wolfenstein 3D? First Blood. No, I think it was New New Order. New Order. Because um, like the, that was the one where they started doing the thing where you collect pieces of guns or whatever and you could upgrade guns. And mm-hmm. um, I had more like interesting aspects to it than just a hallway shooter. And I didn't jump into any other ones after that, but they've always sort of held my interest. Mm-hmm. So um, at some point when, you know, there's going to be like a Wolfenstein sale on Steam and there you could get all the generations for like five bucks. I, I will highly recommend Wolfenstein too. That's I beat that in like a day and a half. I just flew through that. And for some reason in 2019, we have to tell you that it's okay to just obliterate Nazis. Yeah, wasn't the there's that campaign that was like, it's okay to punch a Nazi. And I was like, I should buy this game. Yeah, <laughs> that's the kind of development fund I want to fund. Yeah, yeah, that was, that was um, definitely worthwhile. So since Dan is busy uh, eating his Stroopwafel McFlurry. Uh, it was very gotta, delicious, by the way. He's got to get a third VPN to get back on. <laughs> Come on, Denmark, let him back in. Um <laughs> So who was next? Square. Holy shit, Square. Yeah, they blew square. me the absolute fuck away. Uh, um, I I was so excited for Cyberpunk 2077, and then I watched a game game section I've played so many times in my life, the first reactor. And I was like, fuck everything else. I want to play this game. Did you watch uh, anything about Final Fantasy VII, Steve? Um, I actually watched the gameplay demo but uh, i was doing it at work so i had to do it soundless Mm -hmm. so i saw it and i was interested and concerned at the same time because it looked a lot like the battles from is it 15 yeah they they use the uh basically the battle system of final fantasy 15 which i do not think is a good idea oh shit i I don't know that because i i have recently recently played through final fantasy 7 and I saw that as a welcome change of pace. Really? I mean, yes. Final Fantasy 15 is all button mashing. Like that's what that game is, and it's. I'm kind of hoping that that it'll be more like uh, a mix between that and the Devil May Cry combo system. Because it, uh, it did appear that there was a number of combos that you could pull off. That's kind of why I was a little concerned back and forth because I haven't played 15 and I do want to eventually, but it's a JRPG. I don't have that kind of time in my life right now, but um, not having played it, I wasn't so sure about it because it looked like an ARPG version of 12? Was 12 the one with Van and Pinello and whatnot? I recently bought that and played a little bit of it. And that one was like kind of that weird hybrid was more like an mmorpg because you had your little team and you could build like a robotic series of commands if do if this do this for them but you could pause and issue commands to anybody at any time to i don't i don't think there were any combos in that game but watching final fantasy 7 it looked like you could do that and i was like how much of this is just going to be kind of a pain in the ass over just selecting stuff like if i run into a battle am i gonna actively be pausing over and over again to like kick their ass or am i just going to be button mashing or is it just going to be the standard like menu system every time somebody's timer comes up with just like some asinine running around in between trying to avoid hits so not sure uh it definitely has that ultra nostalgia factor being final fantasy 7 so there's probably nothing that's going to prevent me from purchasing it and playing no, it. When it I'm absolutely day one in there. Uh, the only thing that stopped me from pre-ordering it is that the the complete uh, collector's edition comes out to like $380 after shipping. And I was like, ah, as cool as Cloud looks on a fucking motorcycle, I'm not that stupid. 
Um, yeah. We got to see Tiffa, and she looks exactly as seventh grade Jeff remembers her. A little less blocky. <laughs> she curved out a little bit. But I uh, was super excited to see that they didn't fuck with her. And I also... play this, Steve? Sorry, Jeff. This is PS4 only, isn't it, right away? It is PS4 only. Uh, yeah, but isn't it timed exclusive? No. Time for what? A year and a half till it comes out on PC? Well, that's by a year and a half. That's what they did with uh, 15. Yeah, year a year and, and a half, half they'll later. just be announcing that they're getting ready to think about planning part two because this is a two Blu-ray game. Yeah. And so game one takes my, place entirely in Midgar. My options are I can spend, what, 60 to $80 day one and buy uh, an extra... How much is it for a PS4 right now? You probably get one for like two hundred bucks. Yeah, so probably even cheaper at Black Friday. For two hundred and sixty-ish bucks in that neighborhood, I could play it day one. Or for three eighty, you could get Cloud on a motorcycle. Ooh. <laughs> or you know, wait an amount of time. Which, again, playing games for me is a luxury. I kind of have to pick one thing i'm interested in and that's what uh, i get my free time for so like so let me ask you like hypothetical situation you have the capabilities to play final fantasy 7 on a ps4 mm-hmm. uh cyberpunk 2077 which one grabs your attention more is it coming out close to the same time frame I'm going to be honest with you, even though I'm a Final Fantasy like fanboy, at least old school, which that fits squarely into. Pun not intended, but enjoyed. Um, cyberpunk, because as much as I do like Final Fantasies, after this many years, it's all through rose-colored glasses, and I mm. haven't played any like new ones that I've really, really enjoyed, so... And that's kind of locked in a time capsule for me. <laughs> See, yeah, because like, like I keep beating to death. I just recently played it, and it was my favorite childhood game. Mm-hmm. And I think it still is, but it has some rough edges. Some real rough edges that if it didn't have the addition of a 3x speed and like almost an auto battle, it would have made that a slog. I two of my like biggest gaming regrets is that I've never beaten either of those games that I've gotten right up to the end of both of them. And it's so difficult to restart and go all the way through. And Mm -hmm. I, I've tried uh, just an uncountable amount of times for both six and seven American or no Japanese six or three. Before Uh, I continue on with square, by the way, I also learned that I've been pronouncing it wrong all these years. It's square Enix, not square Enix. Uh, I prefer the gentleman's Squeenix. <laughs> Squeenix as well. And yeah. since our host decided to say he doesn't care about you, your follows, or your subscriptions, <laughs> we plowed right over the Ubisoft conference. So the only thing I'm going to ask is, do you have any interest in Watch Dogs 3? You didn't Wait. watch shit about Watch Dogs 3, did you? Wait, who are you asking? Because your hand went you. this way. And on Discord, that's to, to Ryan. So uh, I got confused who you're asking. I, I did not watch, no. Oh, wait, wait, hold you, on. Was this the one where you could program, like, any player? You can recruit any player oh, yeah, in the yeah. game Actually, world. that did uh, seem kind of yeah. interesting. That, like, I know they're not going to deliver on it <laughs> to the way I expect it, because yeah. uh, I I own Watch Dogs 1 and 2, but that was just just enough of a hook for me to be like, yeah, that looks cool enough. Yeah, I'm... it seems like an interesting, interesting concept, but I feel like they say you can take anybody, right? But yeah, they, uh... they showed a little demo of you pick this sweet old lady and you just taser people yeah. all around I but like, I feel like it's still going to be like, already? oh yeah, you know, I don't want to help you pick somebody else, you know, something like that. So they, mm. they're telling you you can pick anybody, but in right. reality, it, you're still stuck with that. You might have like, you might have like 40 walk animations, 30 total voices. Hmm. Um, but I'm curious to see how they pull it off. And that, that was enough for me to be like, oh, all right, Ubisoft, what are we bringing to the table? And then they did a dance number with a panda announced that they're doing a Wii game in 2019 basically just shit all over themselves and look terrible the most notable thing from their conference is that a number of youtubers who were covering the stream live got content id bans from ubisoft for streaming the ubisoft conference and then their permission no 
okay. But well, they, they, were, they were just like, I mean, it's free coverage. Ubisoft can go fuck themselves. Ooh, um, speaking of streamers, uh, Dr. Disrespect got shit on because he took his camera crew into the public bathrooms where, like, kids yeah. were taking well, a leak. You expect, you know? Yeah, which, yeah. like, uh, common sense would tell you, like, I horrible mean, fucking idea. You do it once, okay. You do it twice, bad. You do it four times, you deserve to be banned. <laughs> like, Dan, yeah. you're actually trying to get this fixed? <laughs> oh, he's alive. We're, uh, we're, we lost Dan on the E3 floor. He's trying to get a cell phone signal. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's got a VPN through Mexicanada. So <laughs> he's on his way driving to Chicago right now for GoFest, Pokemon GoFest. You can't let him know where you're at. That's when they get you. Yeah. Um, anyway, Ubisoft, completely forgettable. Dan wanted to talk about the roller derby Rocket League version. But since he decided to not come here, uh, I can't blame it all on him since Cox Cable or whoever the fuck you guys have out there decided he didn't want to have internet connection tonight. Something we'll talk about that next week. Two sticks and some wire out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hey. Did, did I lose everyone else? I don't know. Oh, I think I just disconnected from the call. Yeah, sorry. Worst stream we've ever had. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> what are you doing? I, I tried to jump into the voice channel because I thought we could have both of us. He but got an email not. and the whole thing broke. Um, <laughs> this is good though. We can easily get off the rails here. Um, shit, I forgot where I was going with this. I had a full hit of steam. And then <laughs> the the rails have come back. You forced yeah, the, the rails back on. Back. Uh, what, what the hell was I just talking about? Uh, some you were talking about Ubisoft. Then we talked about Doctor Disrespect. And oh, then... how he don't film kids in the bathroom. Yeah, just, bad idea. If if you get one message from the Game Night Now podcast. Now streaming with three three hosts. Uh, don't bring your camera into the bathroom to record and be funny with fake mustaches and mullet hair. Um, back to Square. They also announced that they're doing. They're finally doing the Final Fantasy VIII um, remaster remake. Yeah. Not remake game. remaster. Worst game. Uh, yeah, like the, let's take this fucking dog turd and polish it up and and put it back on the shelf. <laughs> um yeah no i'm gonna play it uh i like having them all in one place i'm gonna plow through it uh and then we got the news that there is a english translation of the mana game not yes. super familiar with them the third one which it was about that time that i realized that the switch has been out for a year now has a healthy ecosystem of games and I could see all that red behind me. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, not only that, but the online market for it has, you know, they're bringing in tons and tons of indies. Um, we're now coming to the point where they probably won't, but they might start having better sales. So you're not just buying everything at max price because it's all new. Because mm -hmm. uh, what is this? The second year? That it's been out third year i don't know how old we the switch is by now this is year two we're two. going year three at the end of this year yeah. so it's got an established library uh you know prices could be pretty decent they are making a new version of it sometime soon so there's probably going to be refurbished or used uh gen ones out so mm. for somebody like me if it finally that's kind of that that point where it's time to potentially get in if there was an interest and it's when i was watching the secret of mana uh trilogy pack that they threw they, it was they, an they announced the mana collection as well uh which is the first one secret of mana and a remake of the old japanese version into english of the third one uh, and then in march of 2020 i believe we get a full remake of the third one uh, I didn't see anything about remakes. I know that it was a re-release of the Game Boy one, the Super Nintendo one, which is the one that I have really strong feelings for, and uh, a full translation of the third one that never made it to America, which I did play a little bit of because I downloaded like a ROM that had a fan patch into it. But yeah. So that's why we have, we have that right now. You can get it digitally for $40. Or you can wait till August and get it as a physical release. Yeah. Then next year they're doing a art pass over the third one and re-releasing it as a solo release. 
Yeah, I. There's a lot of, of confusion over that how they decided to announce because they're like available now, but and also later. you can wait for this. <laughs> yeah, available now, later, and further in the future. Uh, since we're like real dangerously low on time, we're gonna jump to uh, Switch announcements. Start it off. I'm gonna read through my chicken scratch here. We are getting a new character in Smash, and it is the character from Dragon Quest that doesn't talk. You're getting like five characters, all the heroes. Yeah, it's weird. Don't fucking talk. Nobody, nobody saw that coming, right? Dragon no, that Quest? wasn't that wasn't data mined like six months ago when they first announced this. Mm-hmm. Um. I'll double up at the end of the conference. We're not getting the Duck Hunt Dog again. We're getting Banjo-Kazooie. I think uh, some people that... are happy about that. Some people are happy about that. I still have yet to go back and play as Joker. so. Yeah. Uh, but I, I will revisit Smash maybe for a Game Night Now stream. I have the game. I have zero plans on purchasing DLC for new characters. So. I mean, they, they put a lot of work into it. I got no problem giving Nintendo money. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 3, we got some gameplay. It's in a hotel now. It looks pretty, pretty fucking dope, if you yeah. ask me. Does not, um, uh, I don't think it's a game I would play, but I feel like Sarah would kind of enjoy I, I think that type Sa- of game. It would be right in Sarah's wheelhouse. Yeah. Um, so maybe we'll purchase it just for her to play it. Yeah, I, I would highly recommend that. It's kind of um, cool. It's multiplayer, and like you get to beat up the ghosts and stuff. It's kind so of, I wrote, kind of I wrote, I wrote down, can you play online with friends? Because Nintendo was like, you don't need to do matchmaking with your friends meet strangers and it was like they quickly walked that back from mario maker 2 you will now be able to play with your friends online Mm -hmm. like a normal fucking online game come on nintendo um i thought for sure that if any game got pushed from nintendo's e3 it was gonna be luigi's mansion but we just got a brief 2019 so october my guess Mm. seems to fit uh there's a dark crystal strategy tactics game coming out i about lost my shit because i love strategy tactics games and uh no I, I, it looks like it's just made for me and i'm all right with that uh if they're all right taking the big financial hit on that just to make this game for me it seems like um, they announced like 20 different tactics games so. i know that wasteland there's dark Crystal. they all look the same too I know, but they're all great. <laughs> well, you said uh, Dark Crystal Tactics. Somebody said that in the Discord chat, and the first thing that came to mind was like that Bowie movie. Like, what the fuck is Labyrinth? <laughs> You're thinking Labyrinth. Yeah, yeah. I I keep getting Labyrinth confused with the Dark Crystal the movie, and every time <laughs> now there's a game series, and it's totally unrelated to all of them. But I'm like man they're gonna bring bowie back for this <laughs> like this is weird well, well dark crystal tactics looks like final fantasy tactics like it looks like they just came up with a new final fantasy tactics and i'm excited for it i would play uh well i think i would probably wait till the fifth one gets released because that's supposed to be the best of them all but the disguise disguise series uh they announced disguise four complete is also coming to the switch which made literally only my day i'm super excited about it yeah you said uh, that and i was like well everyone says that five has all of the quality of life improvements from one to four plus some better stuff so why not just so do they, five? well five's great i like the characters from five four in my opinion has the best characters like they're characters you can actually get invested in because i'm i'm playing the complete version of this guy includes you can battle for and win the characters from one through four and they'll fight in your party like they're units you created. Yeah. Uh, and I pretty much only play with this guy of four characters. I'm getting there. <laughs> um, but you can play with them. They have the best the best personalities in the entire series. Worth a look. Especially nice. since Five's on sale all the time on Steam. Uh, we got a new look at Link's Awakening remake, which comes out in September the 20th, I believe. Yeah, is there uh, uh, some sort of Zelda dungeon maker? Was that part of that, maker. or was that a different game? That is part of uh, Link's Awakening. Okay. There is a custom dungeon maker, which is super cool. That's going to add a lot of longevity to that game, mm-hmm. I think, and it's going to make it a real streamable game. Uh, I don't know. It looks pretty cool. It's it's a game I've never played before, oddly enough. It's and actually looking... the only the second uh, Zelda game I've beaten on uh, Game Boy Color. Uh, but yeah, that looks really cool. Um, I'm in for that. Uh, 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 then they talked about the Trials of Mana remake. There was no English voiceover in the uh, trailer, teaser trailer for it. 
And if I can't play with English anime voices, I probably won't pick it up as a remake. Already you the collection of mana. You skipped over probably the thing that Dan is most excited for. Stroopwafel? No. That's Internet? Uh, Zelda Wildlands 2 or whatever. His We're not version. there yet. They closed yeah. the show with that. Look, I watched that trailer. No idea what the fuck was happening. <laughs> um, We'll get to it. I'm trying to get through this in six minutes here. Uh, the Witcher 3 was announced for Switch after being rumored forever. I don't know how they're going to make it work without just downgrading the hell out of it in a handheld. Uh, but if they can pull it off, I don't know. It's the complete collection. It's got all the DLC. That's probably the place where I'm most captive to play it. I feel like that's a game that should not be on the Switch. Like, it doesn't fit content-wise with, like, every other Switch title. Oh, this isn't a GameCube or a Wii. This is... They got some weird shit Just just saying. Yeah, Uh, I I would be really happy about playing that, too. Uh, If if and when I owned a Switch, because it's another one of those really long games where I start to feel bad trying to play it. The prospect of taking a shit while playing through The Witcher 3 sounds fantastic to me, quite honestly. (laughs) Um, What, you get through four lines of dialogue before you die? (laughs) Oh, my legs are going numb if I'm playing The Witcher 3. Um, we got some more more three or Fire Emblem Three Houses news. Again, Tactics game. Jeff's excited. Uh, they kind of... Nobody cares up. what you have to say, Jeff. Oh, oh, he speaks. He's back. Yeah. Did your um, VPN through Norway finally kick in? I guess. <laughs> I had to take my phone off of my, my network. And connect the voice through that. <laughs> it sounds like you're in space right now, so I believe that. Uh, if anybody VPN through the moon, know, oh, shit. I'm, I'm, I'm done with this. That stroop waffle's too sweet. See you later. If, if anybody on game right now is interested in the Fire Emblem Three Houses, I'm gonna. That's the one game I might take a break from pinball streaming to play on on my channel. Uh, I'm gonna be all in it. Uh, for some reason, they decided that Resident Evil 5 and 6 needed to come to the Switch. Yeah. For nobody. They, they did not need to show that. Like, that did not need to be video. in the Direct. I yeah. would have been cooler if they cut two minutes out of the Direct and not shown that. <laughs> um, absolutely no reason. It's uh, Capcom, so they're probably going to be like 30 or 40 bucks a game, too, which is absurd at this point to pay for Resident Evil. Uh, no More Heroes 3 got announced, so the threat of if No More Heroes Strikes Back or Travis Touchdown, whatever shit minigame compilation they made didn't sell well, they wouldn't make a No More Heroes 3. The paternity test decided that was a lie. This looked pretty far along in development uh, 2019 release. Uh, was No More Heroes the one where the guy had like the shake weight dildo lightsaber? Yep. Yeah, that's the one. All right. There's, there's a third one. Technically a fourth. Um, they did a weird, over-the-top alien blast em up video and then announced that it's a new Contra game after all this time and that the Contra collection is available now or yesterday now um, any any of these things interest you stop me because I'm just trying to hit time here <laughs> uh, it's all new news to me so. <laughs> Demon X Machina uh, got a new trailer uh, people were super disappointed in the demo that they had and they so they took constructive criticism from that and changed up the game a little bit like Sonic the movie like Sonic the movie, they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna give him hairy legs, and they're not gonna be mechs anymore. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that that to me it looked it looked like something I'm gonna keep on my radar, but it also comes out in September, which is a crazy busy month for games this year, uh, and it comes out a week before Link's Awakening as well. Um, we got an, an announcement that they're going to re it's either a remake or they're doing a new Panzer Dragoon game. Uh, so everybody who says that the, is that the Sega Saturn is the greatest system ever now has their greatest game from the Sega Saturn on the switch. Yeah. It feels really weird to be living in this age of like, where they just rehash everything from whatever the current era is that people had grown up from. Mm-hmm. Where we're hitting the stuff where it's like, it's franchises that had weird niche hits that were really popular for a specific group of people, and you think they'd never come back, and then it's just like here it is again. And I would be like, next year if they were like Brave Fencer Musashi's coming back, and you're like, I would be excited about that. But almost mm-hmm. everybody else would be like, what the fuck is that? 
So I think they're gonna they'll capitalize on like oh my older brother used to play that game and he said it's really good. Or when yeah. I watch a, a video of you know hidden gems from the nineties, this video or this game is on it. So I think they're capitalizing on the people who remember it and the people who think they remember it. And it, yeah. it'll sell well enough. Can't wait till twenty twenty one when Intelligent Cube comes back again. You think it's gonna take that long for Intelligent Cube to get a reboot? <laughs> <laughs> probably not anymore um they also showed a quick trailer for astral chain which was not on my radar but after that it looks like xenoblade and gravity rush uh thrown together into a japanese smorgasbord of rpg goodness kind of looks like a little bayonetta in there too uh that uh that got me on board i'm picking that up in august when that drops uh, i can't read what i wrote next we got a mario and sonic at the olympic games for reasons but yoshi can skateboard now so it might uh, it's gonna be dog shit but yoshi can skateboard so they're gonna sell some copies uh animal crossing is on an island this time and it got bumped to march of 2020 which surprised me because i felt like that what they showed looked pretty done if i'm being honest uh but you know nintendo they gotta they gotta polish it till people are gonna buy it anyway it doesn't matter yeah uh, then they did a flash cut of games where they did Spyro, Hollow Knight update, uh, Nino Cooney from the PS3 is coming out. A uh, quick brief overview of Minecraft Dungeons. They showed Blades again, if you didn't get enough of it from the hour and 40 minute Bethesda conference. Uh, My Friend Pedro, Doom, Sinking City, Wolfenstein, for some reason Dead by Daylight. Uh, also, for some reason, Alien Isolation is coming to the switch in case you didn't play it three years ago i mean why not i mean if it's because it's gonna be sixty (laughs) dollars so the thing that i find interesting about the switch which is going to be annoying to you because you buy every game multiple times Mm -hmm. but to me the switch is finally hitting that point where it's like a handheld actual computer slash console where they have real games that you can play because for the most part up until now you had like the closest you could get would be like the psp or the ps vita which is as similar as you could get to a console type games in a package you can take somewhere for the the record i love my ps vita (laughs) sure but uh (laughs) like the the switch though that that now is the thing though right and so all of those games that like were hits but were relegated to non-mobile platforms this is the one you can now put it on and people can take it around and play it and that's got me excited because a lot of these things still sort of fell into that range where i was either too busy in life where i wasn't able to play them or i just skipped them because i was busy playing something else and now that you know if I am doing family time upstairs where we're watching a show or we're just sitting on the couch and I don't want to play on my PC, I could have a switch and I could play these mm-hmm. again. Granted, I am going to pay a premium because it is going to be like a 40 you, to 60. You can still game. be an attentive father and play video games. And that's the yeah. greatest thing about the switch. <laughs> it, I, I wouldn't play it with my child there. Like I'm going to pay okay. attention to her. Uh, with the exception of like if we're just exhausted after a long day and we're just having some like tv downtime while dinner's cooking then she can watch like trolls and i can i usually just rains out <laughs> yeah i mean i would be on my phone or something like that but now i can actually play a real legit game and right. then if we had a second one sarah could play or play with me or she'll be on her phone too because this is the 800th time we've watched trolls all of the series and the movies so I'm not getting anything out of sitting there watching that. So, um, so curiosity, what's the first line in the movie Trolls? Hey, Branch, do you take it up the ass? I don't know. Just... I, I, I never watched Trolls. I would I would believe you. Yeah, uh, I honestly don't remember. It's mostly the songs that get just ingrained in your head. We're getting the wrap it up music. So I want to thank uh, God, number one, uh, my representation, my agent. Uh, the fans of the Game Night Now podcast. Uh, no, we got, finish. Let's go. Come on. We got Stranger Things, Netflix tie-in game, Just Dance 2020 for the Wii and the Switch. Uh, Catan is coming. Super Lucky's Tale is no longer a Microsoft exclusive. It's on Faster. the Switch. 
faster. Dauntless. Uh, and then they blew the dick off of everybody in there and said that Breath of the Wild 2 is in development. It looks dark as fuck. I am so excited for a 2020 re- 2021 release. Two years, yeah. For Breath of the Wild 2. It'll be on the Switch 2. What comes out first, Metroid or Breath of the Wild 2? Metroid 4 or Breath of the Wild 2? I got a better question. Which okay. comes out first, Breath of the Wild 2 or Final Fantasy 7 on computer? Breath of the Wild 2. Hands down. <laughs> <laughs> so the thing about... Um, Final Fantasy Seven, because I guess we're just we'll, we'll recap it next week when Dan decides you're worthy of his presence. Um, <laughs> the thing about Breath of the Wild too, fuck, I had such a head of steam and I lost it. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, I know where you were at. The thing about Breath of the Wild too. <laughs> now, is... uh, Final Fantasy Seven remake. It's two Blu-ray discs, full sixty-dollar game. Game one takes place entirely in Midgar. So they're going to stretch out a whole lot of shit in that. They mentioned in an interview that they are in the planning stages of game two. It is going to be for fuck ever. Probably PlayStation 7 by the time we get the second iteration of that. So this is going to turn into your vaporware game real fast. Yeah, this is actually super worrisome because it took them so long. Which, granted, they could have been taking a long time to figure out how they wanted to redo it. And, you know... It could be the Final Fantasy XI thing where they just kept trashing it and remaking it over and over again. But um, if they don't do it fast enough, then I could definitely see people just, the attention just dropping. And when the attention drops and the money drops, they push harder, faster, and the quality declines. So you're going to wind up with like a Game of Thrones, the video game, <laughs> where it's like it, it started out really well, and it started to grab you, and by the time you're done, it's like 2D sprites and a real disappointment. Yeah. Um, yeah it's uh, it's I, It looks fantastic. I'm going to buy it. I know it's going to be like, like... I've been playing through the Yakuza games. I started with Zero, and then I, I bought a um modded ps3 so i could play yakuza 3 and not spend like 140 dollars to get it on disc and then they announced that they're going to just remake those and then release them on the ps4 so now i'm dragging my feet through it i feel like i'm gonna do the same thing where i'm gonna be so excited to play final fantasy 7 when it comes out next year and then about halfway through i'm gonna drag my feet because i know i'm gonna have to wait like another two or three years before i get any kind of resolution to it yeah i I was giving some thought to like the future of my video games and entertainment because as Sage starts to grow older and we have more time and time to do things together, then it's only going to be like a year or two until she's going to probably get into games. The cats which... in the cradle. Oh, sorry, good. <laughs> like, you know, it's very foreseeable that if I bought a Switch now she would she'll grow into it yeah she'll be playing games and you know a few years i don't really know much about kids in the timeline of like abilities but um i'm still currently big into magic and a lot of the forms questions that pop up here they're like my nine-year-old wants to go to the friday night magic at a store or whatever or my eight-year-old is getting into it so i'm like all right that's at the point where they can understand like a complex game but you can get into video games way before that and you can play a game with your child and you know start from something easy and grow into the more difficult things so like yeah i don't have time to play jrpgs anymore but i am going to wind up playing something with my kid at mm-hmm. some point probably like an entry-level minecraft or something like that where it doesn't matter what you do um i can tell you but... my nephew will be four in october and he's already played uh super mario mm-hmm. he's not good at it that's for sure but he understands that he's playing a game yeah i mean it, it goes from the point where like they can touch buttons and things will happen on the screen and that makes a connection where you're like i am doing something and something is happening there's a cause and effect but it takes a while to understand and connect the dots for what are the rules for this game? What am I trying to accomplish? How do you meaningfully interact with the cause and effect? I will tell you, he's a shit smash player too. Those <laughs> people are. 
but yeah. before we wrap it up, before we go to the mixed group waffle talk, uh, any takeaways from E3 or what you learned from my incoherent ramblings tonight? Max, anything? Pokemon. Pokemon? You're super pumped for Pokemon, even though they told you that you're not going to get the complete national decks. Oh, I don't care about that. Okay. Uh, Steve? It made you want to buy a Switch. That's uh, that's sales tactic 101 there. I don't know how related to E3 that was. but Is it Due uh, to an E3 announcement, you wanted to buy a Switch. I guess. Uh, it solidified my love for Keanu Reeves to the point where I've told my wife that if somebody's watching Sage this weekend, we are going to go see John Wick 3 because we missed our window of opportunity last time. And I don't want to wait till that comes out on like streaming or something. I I want to go watch that live. I feel like that's one you need to see in the theater. Yeah, yeah. I watched the other ones in the theater. Big fan. Want to see the? But I'm presuming it's the last one. As for me, I'm super excited for Watch Dogs Three. They showed enough for me to 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 bite. Uh, Final Fantasy VII looks amazing. Caveats aside, uh, they gave me all of the tactical strategy games I could ever want. So I'm gonna be sinking tons of time into those. Uh, Breath of the Wild 2 teaser, and should I add something else? Uh, they announced Avengers as well. It all It's all cinematic, so we'll see how that looks. But uh, anything else you guys got to add before nope. I do my, my clap, great clap, outro? Clap. Uh, Terraria. So, Didn't know there's new Terraria stuff. New Terraria content as well. Yeah, we'll, we'll do a, a deeper dive into this next week when Dan isn't uh, whatever the fuck he's doing this week. Quadruple so, VPNing. Quadruple VPNing. <laughs> it's a new term here. So for Mech, Steve, I am Jeff. This has been Game Night Now, and here is your clap. Post game time.